When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. You know who this is, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You know where to find us. All over social media at Golf Unfiltered, and you can send us an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Hello to our usual friends over at thehackersparadise.com if you're listening to this on the THP mobile app, and if you're following along over at their online forum. And of course, hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Srixon Golf. Folks, today's guest has been on the top 100 instructor list a staggering 12 times. His name is Mr. David Lee, and he is the founder, brainchild, what have you behind GravityGolf.com, and he brings us a wealth of knowledge, not only about the golf swing, but how Gravity Golf relates to your game, how perhaps using this system can help your game, and we go into a lot more detail just about the golf swing in general today. So David and I go in a few different directions in today's conversation. It's pretty freewheeling, and we cover a lot of ground. And so hang with us a little bit as David goes in-depth into the golf swing, specifically how gravity is used, along with physics, of course, to help a player basically make a golf swing, not just with your arms, which is something that David focuses a lot on in gravity golf, but with your core and allowing your arms to go along for the ride. This is something that we hear a lot about in other golf instruction, whether it be, you know, Hogan's Five Lessons or or Pennick's Little Red Book, you know, whatever you want to refer to, there's always some mention of how you use natural forces to your advantage. And it's just so interesting how golfers, myself included, get away from using those teachings as we go on the driving range and then ultimately the golf course. And of course, what that leads to are a lot of things, bad play, sometimes injury, and we actually cite that a couple times in today's conversation. And ultimately, just you have less fun playing the game. So you also want to pay attention to today's episode, because at the end of the episode, this is the most generous giveaway that any guest has provided to our audience here. And it's for anybody listening to this episode. At the end of the episode, we give you a promo code to go to gravitygolf.com to get something completely ridiculously generous. So you'll want to stay tuned to that. So once again... Sit back and relax. Enjoy our conversation today with top 100 golf instructor, David Lee. I know you love the game, even though it drives every single one of us crazy. Hi, this is Bill Hobson, and I host the Four Golfers Network podcast, where we celebrate golf in every way imaginable. You'll hear interviews with the biggest names in the sport, travel features, special contests, and we even take your calls. 
So after you listen to Adam and Golf Unfiltered, give us a try. Subscribe to the Four Golfers Network podcast. That's F-O-R-E on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere else podcasts are found. That's right, folks. Welcome back. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, today's guest is quite the guest. His name is Mr. David Lee. He is the founder of Gravity Golf. He has been a top 100 teacher uh, 12 times. He has been featured on ESPN, Golf Digest, Golf Magazine, Golf Week, any publication that has golf in it, it sounds like. David, how are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks very much, Adam, for having me on. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, Gravity Golf is something that is extremely exciting. It's something that you had said before we got going here that you've been working on for 45 years. And uh, it's something that you definitely, uh, you know, it's a gift that you have given to the game of golf. But why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about your background and at a high level what Gravity Golf is? Well, my, I, you know, I started playing golf for being introduced to golf when I was four by my grandfather. So I've been, I've been at it now for 71 years. <laughs> and, and I was a very good player. I was state champion high school player two years in high school and also uh, in college. I was captain of the University of Arkansas golf team for two years and and played very, very well in college, only was beaten one time in college in match play. <laughs> and when I got to the tour in 1970, I found out that there was a whole different level of play out there in a handful of players. I used to sit for hours and watch Trevino and Jack and Tom Weisskopf hit golf balls as well as Miller Barber. Mm-hmm. And when I would watch these guys hit golf balls, I would, you know, it was obvious to me that they hit the, that they powered the golf ball a completely different way. I grew up swinging at the golf ball with my upper body, mm-hmm. my shoulders and arms like Arnold. <clears throat> and when, and my ball was always looking for the first exit in the left rough when I teed off, <laughs> when they, when they hit it, the ball had a different sound. There was less effort in the swing, and the ball flew as straight as a bullet and landed like a feather. Hmm. And I would ask them how they, <coughs> excuse me, got that kind of ball flight and solidarity on their shots. And they just look at me and kind of shrug their shoulders and go, "Well, that's just the way we hit it." <laughs> and I, I honestly thought that they wouldn't tell me. Later, I've had the opportunity to work on Jack and Lee and Miller Barber. Never, never got to work with Tom Weisskopf, but uh, they honestly, I've discovered that they honestly didn't know they had stumbled into the feeling of moving the golf ball with their pounds instead of their strength. Hmm. It, it, it's a completely different technique for powering the golf ball, um, where they go off vertical before they start the downswing into what I call a counterfall, and then they just drop their arms, and the rotation of the body slings the arms. According to the rules of golf, uh, Nicholas and Torino's and Freddie Couple's golf swing is not even legal. Hmm. Interesting. Why is that? Huh? <laughs> Why is that? 
because the rule book says very clearly, and USGA people will tell you in no uncertain terms, that every word in the rule book means exactly what it says. And in the rule book, it says the golf ball must be fairly struck at. Mm. In their golf swings, there is no attempt whatsoever to make a union with the golf ball. They just swing the golf club, and the pickup of the ball is totally incidental to the movement. Hmm. The rules state that the ball must not be scraped or spooned. And the gravity's playing is actually a combination of those two moves, where they just, <clears throat> in Freddie's mind, at the top of the backswing, <clears throat> the ball is not on the ground, it's on the end of the club. Hmm. He just goes, he goes into the, when he moves his weight back into his front foot, he deflects into a counterfall and then just drops his, totally drops his arms like feathers and uses his feet and his core to sling the arms and club through. There's no attempt whatsoever to make a union between the club and the ball, which is totally contrary to what 99% of the people that play golf do. They all draw back, and they try to come down and find the golf ball with a club hit. Hmm. They almost let the ball get in the way of the swing, so to speak. It is is totally in the way. In fact, you could put a sack over Jack's head and he could swing the club and hit it just as well as he does looking at it. <laughs> Interesting. So, and, and how does that tie in then to what Gravity Golf preaches? Because I had the chance to take a look at some of the the way that your, your system is set up and it looks to be very similar to what you're saying. Well, what players do, the if you look at various tour players, some of them look like they're barely swinging at the golf ball like Freddie or Louis Oosthuizen, in my opinion, has the best golf swing on the tour today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean he's the best putter, but he certainly has a fabulous golf swing. And the, <clears throat> some guys look like they're barely swinging. Others look like they're jumping out of their socks. If you watch Lexi Thompson, she looks like she's coming out of her shoes. Sure. You know, with her both of her heels off the ground at impact, (laughs) which is potentially very dangerous for your body. But players that it's the same principle that caused the rotary place kick in football to overtake the straightaway kick. Hmm. And you're, I don't know how old you are, but you're probably not old enough to remember that. But <laughs> that that change in technique took place very rapidly. The, the little European soccer kickers were coming in and kicking the ball further and straighter than the big hulking guys like Tom Dempsey and Lou Groza and George Blanda, people like that, that Kick, they kick the ball only with the weight of their leg going straight at it. Hmm. Rotary place kickers, if you watch them land on their front foot, you can see them, if they're a right, right-footed kicker, you can see them lean to the left to counter the weight of their leg swinging around. The leg is not doing the kicking. The core rotation is doing the kicking. The <clears throat> the entire body weight that's underneath the head goes against the ball. The physics of kicking it on the rotation are superior to kicking it straight on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And, and the, the same... <clears throat> yeah, go it, ahead. It, it, it sounds like it's almost a, 
uh, finding that balance between how the athlete is moving and the result that they want to achieve. Well, when you realize that when you most most adult men have at least 25 pounds of arms, that's a lot of weight. You swing that much weight in front of you in the downswing, if you start the downswing from a stable position, that much weight swinging around one side of the body will immediately pull you, the centripetal force will immediately pull you toward your toes. Mm-hmm. That's why the people that start the downswing from a stable position, as soon as they start down, come over the top to some degree. Hmm. A player that lands back on his front foot and deflects into the counterfall and just drops his arms and turns, the swing of the arms in front of you stop you from falling down backwards. The, uh, as long as you remain in a slightly off vertical position as you pivot your body will remain in perfect equilibrium, which what we <clears throat> incorrectly call balance. It's actually a state of rotor equilibrium. Hmm. Interesting. Where the where the pull of the arms and club against the body during the downswing are offset by the counterfall, and they both both forces disappear to the camera or to the naked eye. So you get, it makes it very, very difficult when you watch Freddie Couples or Louie or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. It's extremely difficult to see what is driving the golf swing. So and it actually, it actually is, a, it is a perfect harmony between gravity and the human body. It's not, it's not total gravity, but gravity works in the swing in three different places to diminish the amount of effort that's required to make the swing. Gravity shifts the weight from the rear foot to the front foot as the backswing is almost complete. Gravity starts the arms and club down, and momentum and gravity carry you into the counterfall. So you've got gravity helping you in three different areas. Now, you have to work in the first move, which I call the heave, where you set your arms and club into motion, and <clears throat> as your arms drop into the delivery and you've counterfallen, the feet and the turn in, in the core engage to help you sling your arms and club through. So it, the players that use the least amount of effort have a perfect working harmony or a perfect relationship with gravity in the swing to enable them to swing with in, in considerably less less effort in the golf swing. So thinking of the golf swing and the parts of the body in that way, it almost seems like you have to find this rhythm for everything to work together nicely. Am I on the right track there? Yeah, absolutely. There is a recipe to making the gravity swing that's as definitive is cooking something in the kitchen that where everything <laughs> tastes perfectly. <laughs> and so you know, it's all, there's a, and I mean, and anybody can learn to do it, but you, in order to learn to do what Freddie does, you have to understand exactly what you're trying to accomplish and how to practice so that you can get there. 
And, and that's kind of what I was wondering is, so this is uh, what you're describing sounds to be quite <clears throat> athletic, but as you just mentioned, anybody can learn this. You don't have to be of a certain skill set or a certain athletic ability in order to learn this gravity swing that you're describing. <clears throat> If you can heave your arms to the top of the backswing and you can fall over, you can make this golf swing. <laughs> but if you go to the top of the backswing and you start down by flexing your muscles, you will absolutely kill it in a heartbeat. Hmm. That's why that's why golf drives people crazy because everybody that starts this game starts the downswing initially when they learn. They start the downswing with a hunt concept where they try to find the ball with their arms and shoulders. Then they spend the rest of their lifetime trying to get out of it. Most people never completely do. They carry some level of flex into the downswing for their entire life. Anytime you flex in the downswing, some of, most of the energy will go to the golf ball some of it goes simultaneously back into the body. Leverage works like electricity. It'll it'll either come up through the body and out through the arms, or if you tighten the arms coming down, some of that leverage goes back into the body. Any energy that you internalize during the swing causes a shift in the plane, and the player starts learning how to make compensations for a plane shift. That's not my opinion. That's a physics law. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you start down with a, with a flex in your muscles, that's an action. And the reaction to that action comes in the form of the path shift. So you're either going to have to compensate, you're either going to hit it offline where you're going to have to compensate for the path shift, either through alignment, grip, ball position, a lot of postural compensations. You can buy a new driver every week. There's a lot of different ways to try to compensate for a shifting path. Now, is a lot of the overcorrection <laughs> that players do or the overcompensation, does that lead to injury? You bet. When you flex your arms... This is how Tiger hurt himself when he started doing that Navy SEAL training and developed all that muscle in his upper body. You know, he couldn't help but, you know, he hates... <laughs> he's, he's a person that has to do everything better than everybody else. He's, <laughs> you know, he's and <clears throat> we won't get into some of the other things, but he doesn't like to be driven, outdriven by anybody. Sure. And... You watch him if you go through the last few years where he had so many control problems with his driver. You know, he made a lot of great iron swings that almost look like pure gravity swings, and then he picks up a driver, and it's like a switch flips in him, and he starts combining power sources, which is typically what the long drive players do. You know, they... They combine every power source within the body that they can tap into. Mm -hmm. And if they, if they can time everything up and get all the planets lined up, then they can, then they can hit the grid, but they only have to hit the grid one out of eight times. Right. Right. You know, it's a completely different sport than golf. The only similarity between that and professional golf is that they do it with a golf club and a ball. 
so, so in reviewing so, a lot of the the swings that are uh, listed on your website, gravitygolf.com, listeners, is where you want to go and, mm-hmm. and learn a little mm-hmm. bit more. It almost seems like the swing looks different for people taking on this this mentality. Do you think, David, that people get a little too locked in on how their swing should look as opposed to just feeling the way it should feel? Well, Adam, it's very important to understand that the gravity swing will look different in different people. It looks different in, in Jack and Trevino and Chi-Chi. All three of them have different bodies, mm-hmm. but they power the golf ball exactly the same way. So if you walk into an anatomy lab and you see 40 skeletons hanging there, they can all have the same bones, but every skeleton looks different. Mm-hmm. So how your how your bones take their set as a child and how your mass is distributed on your frame is going to dictate that there is a perfect Adam plane like there is a perfect David plane or a perfect Jack Nicholas plane. Mm-hmm. And those are your, unique to your body. Nobody on the planet can look at you and feel what it feels like to be inside your skin. So... Or, nor can they feel your range of motion or how you can, how you're comfortable moving. Mm-hmm. So, no one can tell you where your perfect plane is. And if you know how to practice right and you use some of the drills that we've developed over the years, you, they will the drills will show you very quickly how to find the swing path that's perfect for your physiology. And that's what I like the most about your system. I had the chance to review it a little bit before we spoke. And you spend less time on getting the body in certain positions and more time on allowing the player to find what works for them, basically what you just mentioned. And, and the way that you, you outline it very nicely at gravitygolf.com is you explain the science of the the phase or the drill that you're about to teach us. And then your son, actually, uh, Daniel, comes on and he issues a challenge and he basically describes how you can take what you just taught us to the course. Uh, what w- that's a little bit of a different system, a different look to it. What, what was the kind of the thought process in working with uh, Daniel to bring that to everybody? Well, you know, he's, he's to the point in his, you know, in his development, he's got a fabulous golf swing where he realizes that, you can't spend all of your time on the practice tee, which is which is very very true. You have to, you know, you are when you get on the golf course, you're you're sequencing in your body, which sequence in the golf swing sequencing is king. Mm-hmm. So if you anytime you break sequence in your swing, you're going to knock the ball offline. And two things in in golf will cause you to break sequence. One is the ball, and the other is the target. When you're practicing on the driving range, the targets begin to lose their control over you. You've got 40 golf balls laying on the ground in front of you. You you know, if you hit one offline, you just drag another one over and hit another one. On the golf course, you get one chance at, at every different shot. And you have to be, you have to keep, see, it's very unlikely that when you go on the golf course, you're going to step into perfect alignment. Mm -hmm. 
you might be off in your alignment one, two, three degrees, something like that. You get changes in contour and the that changes the geometry of your of your setup and when you get on the golf course you have to learn to swing without being when you're I should digress a second here. When you get out there if your alignment's a little bit off your brain can see exactly where that target is. Mm-hmm. And it's and it knows where you're trying to go. And if it senses a discrepancy in the alignment that you've taken and where you're trying to go, it will try to make a correction during the downswing. Hmm. And if you try to make a compensation during the downswing, it will make your plane shift and make you mishit the golf ball. So, it's very important to realize that it's more important to hit the golf ball flush. And if you hit it flush, your alignment discrepancy is not going to be off enough to make you miss the green, even at a couple of hundred yards. But if you tighten your muscles coming down, trying to make an alignment correction, you can change the swing plane 10 degrees, moving from the top of the backswing to the ball. Does that make sense? To you? It, de- it definitely does. You got me thinking. Kind of, I'm, I'm kind of picturing the way that I swing the club too, and and you know, it's it's I I struggle with some back issues, for example, and I'm just kind of mm-hmm. what you're saying is really ringing true to me. Um, and so even after looking through GravityGolf.com, specifically the Gravity Golf Challenge, which is uh, really one of the big elements that. It's a, it's a membership that you offer to people uh, that they can mm-hmm. sign up for for a monthly fee. And there's a lot of different things that come along with it. And if I understand correctly, there are over 40 different lessons that people have access to with one of these memberships. Is that right? Yeah, there's actually 50-something. In fact, um, it, it is in a beginner, intermediate, and advanced section. And uh, if if people sign up for the thing, they get a they get the first month of it free. There's a code. Okay, golf unfiltered. Yep, golf unfiltered. Okay. And so, listeners, what you're hearing then, and that's actually an extremely generous offer there, David. I mean, so you can go and sign up for the Gravity Golf Challenge membership by using just the code golf unfiltered, and you get a free month of this membership. That's incredible. I mean, there's so much that. A, a golfer who wants to improve his or her game can learn within a month's time. I mean, you, you've got just a huge library of videos, drills, and uh, the science behind it as well. I think, as I mentioned earlier, you and your son, Daniel, complement each other very nicely with all the information that you're sharing. Well, Danny is a great, great instructor, and he's worked very, very you know, we both worked hard, but he's done the majority of the work on the Gravity Golf Challenge. And he's he's done a fantastic job with it, and I think people will find it uh, very not only entertaining but informative as well. And you know, sadly, so many people go to the practice tee, and I've, I know because I've when I was developing my own game as a you know as a youngster, I've gone to and as a as a beginning tour player. I've gone to the practice tee a thousand days and just dumped my golf balls on the ground and stood there and looked at them for 
three or four minutes and I go, well, what the hell am I going to try today? (laughs) Every day, every day, you know, it was something else. It's like learning to hit a golf ball consistently is like trying to put your thumb on a shadow and hold it down. (laughs) That's that's a good analogy. (laughs) Well, it's, it's true. And the thing, the things that make a player like Freddie or Louis Oosthuizen swing a golf club the way they do is that they are extremely sensitive to moving the golf ball with their pounds and not with their strength. Hmm. And they, the, the thing that makes it even more difficult is the fact that when you ask someone what they feel when they hit a perfect shot, you can, go, you can try this yourself. Ask a thousand people what they feel when they make a perfect swing, and almost every time the answer comes back, when I hit it perfectly, I don't feel anything. Yeah, that's true. That's and very true. What they're real, what they're really saying is that when I make a perfect pass, I feel a harmony of movement between my body parts where everything moves in sequence. And nothing labors. Hmm. And it makes it extreme. I I can't tell my students to go out and practice until they don't feel anything. I mean, they (laughs) look at me and go, I'm supposed to pay for that information. (laughs) That's true. I can imagine (laughs) they would look at you crooked. But that's exactly what you're trying to get them to do is make their body work at peak efficiency. This yeah. is one of the things I was looking for when I first began developing the gravity system because I became aware from Bill Strassball that there were different ways of powering the golf swing. In fact, to my knowledge, there's at least five and even a, even a sixth one. And my question was if there are five different ways to in every one of those power sources – has produced U.S. Open champions multiple times. Hmm. So people have been in a quandary for 500 years about the ideal way to power a golf swing. And what I was uh, what came to my mind is if there's five different ways to power the swing, how many of them can be most energy efficient? Hmm. And my answer to that was one. One of them has to be technically and energy efficiency-wise better than the rest. Yeah. I mean, you can you can watch Freddie swing the golf club, and it takes no more effort to hit the golf ball than what it appears when he does it. It's not some kind of a magic trick, but there is a formula to it that's very, very definitive. And if you understand how it works, anybody can learn to do it. Well, that is very important to know. And listeners, once again, we are speaking to Mr. David Lee. He is the mastermind behind Gravity Golf. You can go out to gravitygolf.com today, and you can sign up for their Gravity Golf Challenge membership. They have memberships starting as low as $20 a month. They also have different tiers of membership. Of course, you get uh, different pieces of content in each of the tiers, uh, it also looks like, David, that you offer one-on-one private lessons for certain tiers within the membership as well, which is something that isn't offered everywhere. So uh, that's that's an extremely valuable 
uh, component to what you're offering here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it's a very good deal and people I believe will really, really enjoy what they're learning. And one, one thing we haven't discussed at all, and I know we're uh, running short on time, but one of the things that I've been doing for the last 42 years is research on the yips mm. and what causes and fixes the yips. But uh, about oh, two and a half to three years ago, after going through every possible <laughs> thing I could think of, we finally figured out exactly what causes and how to cure the yips. And even even people that don't that don't that won't admit or recognize that they're yippy, if if you have a tendency to chili dip any of your chip or pit shots or any issues around the greens or on the greens, even people that don't think that they are yippy have the precursor to the yips. Hmm. And that is easily remedied if you know how to practice perfectly and know what causes them. So that's something we could we could spend an hour talking about <laughs> what causes and fixes the yips. I believe we could, and and you know maybe we will. We'll have you back on here in the near future because I think uh, you know our listeners, of course, are going to love what you're saying. They're going to love what they see over at GravityGolf.com. And folks, once again, this is Mr. David Lee. Uh, behind gravitygolf.com. Don't forget to go out and sign up for the Gravity Golf Challenge membership using code GOLFUNFILTERED for a free month. The first month is free for you folks. That's it's incredibly generous, David. Really enjoyed speaking with you tonight, and let's do this again in the future. Adam, I'd love to. It was nice talking to you, and I appreciate your your willingness to be open-minded and your your search for knowledge in the game. That's the whole purpose behind everything we're doing is to try to help people play better golf and find a faster, easier way to learn the game. <laughs>